0: There is a way, and that way is forward together. This is the John Peacock Podcast. Welcome to season two. Hey, welcome to the show. My name is John Peacock and it is Friday, Y-Day. It's Friday, Y-Day. I'm just going to warn you, I'm in a great mood. And uh, joining me here is Tommy Bowen and Dan Rudow. What's up, boys? Happy Friday. Oh, man. I'm chipper. You are chipper. It's oh, oh, fun to see. Tommy, are you chipper? I actually am. I am. Yeah, you know. just feeling good. I don't know what it is. It's October. The Bears are... Triano. Triano. guys i mean it's i mean i don't want to say it's like the super bowl is in the bag but but pretty much half, how good it, how good does it feel it's
1: ours to lose
0: it, it's ours to lose we got a new quarterback how do you feel about how do you feel about the new quarterback
2: yeah he just like has leadership gifts you know like they both have good arms um he just he just seems confident mm-hmm. he makes the right decision yep so, like, he's no Patrick Mahomes, but he, but who he's, is, yeah. he can tell he's, he's been there before.
1: So, Yeah, Tommy texted me in the, in the moment. He said, did you see the switch? And I said, they've been looking to pick their spot. Let's see what happens. Yeah. And it was yeah. fun to watch.
0: Well, last yeah. time, you know, we won the Super Bowl, our quarterback wore what number? He wore number nine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, the trend is there. It's there. He even started, I don't know if you noticed, he started with a visor on. Did you see that? It, Which, yeah. And the, the punky QB ended his career wearing the visor because his eye issues. But I was like, dude, this is such a foreshadowing. It's obvious. It's right here. Same number. Yeah. Anyway, it, it was, it was a I, great I the fourth quarter thing. comeback. Yeah. Great fourth quarter comeback. It's a good thing that no one cares about the Falcons. Cause that, I mean, that's that, that was a tough one to lose.
2: Yeah. Two two weeks in a row. They, they lost yeah. pretty really? sizable leads.
0: So yeah. Sorry so to I, kill an Owen B. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he loves the dirty birds. And then, um, actually, Big Bill Atwater, who attends Mission, he loves the Falcons. I'm like, dude, that makes no sense. You're Chicagoan, but he, he loves the Falcons. Anyway, we're not talking about football on this episode. We're talking about the why of our church, which is helping people find and follow Christ. It is a new month, it is October, and it just feels good, man. It feels good. The fall is here. We're wearing sweatshirts. It's Spirit Day here at Mission. Um, it just feels good. And each Friday, if you're tuning in for the first time, if you're watching this live, there's two platforms. We, we, uh, you can, uh, watch this live at, uh, whether it's on Facebook or we mission online, perhaps you're catching it on YouTube or you're listening to it while you're raking leaves. See, that's the first time I've said that in season two, cause it's, it's the fall. It's going to be
1: seasonally relevant,
0: seasonally relevant. We're just thrilled that you're catching this. And what we try to do every Friday is lead our church Uh, We are uh, pastors at Mission Church. The three of us, along with uh, an amazing team uh, next to us, and we want to lead you the best way that we can. And that helps. uh, Part of that is helping remind you of of why we exist. And so we've been saying for years, uh, if you lose uh, your why, you will lose your way. Now, here's what is very unique about this episode today. Today is October second, and what is October second, fellas? It is the anniversary of Mission Church. That's right. That's right. It's our anniversary. Back to the back to the number hey, happy nine. The anniversary. It's our ninth happy anniversary. <laughs> our ninth. Speaking of nine, whoa, guys,
1: it's all coming together.
0: Whoa, it's, I, don't know. It's there. I didn't even put that together till just now. Super whoa. Bowl. <laughs> hey, happy happy ninth happy ninth anniversary, <laughs> happy Mission Anniversary. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Almost double digits here. Man.
2: Yes. It's, it's crazy, right? I, it's aged me. I'll speak for myself. Oh. I. The skin was much smoother right in here nine yep. years ago.
0: Yeah, I mean, look so. at the gr- amount of gray I got. Uh, yeah, didn't, that looks have that cool, we, didn't have that when we started it. Like
1: Tommy, John is a topical cream for your, for your uh, eyes, and you can share him the dye that you use for your hair. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's right. <laughs> I will. And I have inherited
1: I both of your achy muscles uh, over the oh, years. That's so.
0: true. It's true. Nine years, guys, nine years. And <laughs> the cool thing, uh, more than cool. It's so special is the three of us along with some other friends man we've been here since since before the very beginning i mean we started meeting in my house and uh, all the way back then when there was just what 20 30 of us we talked about what we are talking about today which is mm-hmm. all around flesh we're going through this book uh, by our friend Hugh Halter, titled Flesh. And the premise of it is from John 1.14, from the message translation, when Jesus moved out of heaven and into the neighborhood, like flesh and blood. And since the very beginning, since just a few of us were part of this, we said, man, what if we were that kind of church? What if we were to build this church really on the incarnation of Christ? And what if we to were to imitate Christ. And we were to say, all right, man, God, would you do something special in and through this church as we love where we live? And, you know, we haven't done that perfectly. We know that, but we've been doing that. We've been doing that for nine years and uh, we plan to continue doing that. Today, what we're going to talk about is reputation. And I think it's kind of neat that we're talking about that on our anniversary. Last week, we started with incarnation. Today, we're talking about reputation. Uh, Next week is conversation. We're working through this model that Hugh Halter provides in the book Flesh. And so uh, maybe we'll throw it to you, Dan, first. What's he getting at when he's talking about reputation? Yeah. So last week, John, you mentioned incarnation.
1: That's moving towards Somebody, and he, what Hugh says, which he takes from the life of Jesus, is when that happens, and you have an encounter with somebody, you will develop, good, bad, indifferent, a reputation among them. And so, if step one is you move towards somebody incarnate, step two is reputation. And uh, the heart of this, and he shares some hilarious stories as he talks about: is it, are do you have a reputation that leads to maybe even like a questionable life, that points to? anything uh beyond you that has people say hey there's something unique and different about them and so that's what this whole reputation part is about as you move towards people as you engage you mm. will for better or worse or neutral have a reputation
2: it's mm. really Tommy. good yeah he talks about yeah he talks about the idea of a buildup, and uh so many of us and i think this might have come out last episode too but so many of us when we think about living a missional life are like I got to show up really fast. I got to tell people right away and they got to respond right away. Well, if you look at the life of Jesus, he didn't do that. And one of the things, if you watch Jesus life, in fact, he told his mom at one moment upon him, Jesus performing a miracle. He's like, he literally is like woman. He's like, mom, don't say anything. (laughs) And he went around, he he did miracles where he's like, Hey, just kind of zip it. Let's don't let the word get out. It didn't impede him from loving people and being Jesus, but he wanted to slowly develop and model the new way that he was bringing forth. He was literally redefining church for people, and he wanted it to. He didn't. He could have come in with great force. I mean, he was. He's the king of all kings, but he came in uh, in the form that you're going to talk about this Sunday with humility, and he was showing this new way of love. And I just find that that fascinating. That even Jesus, um, who was without sin, became a friend of sinners, mm. was fully God, fully man uh loved radically did miracles but wanted to do it like slowly like he mm-hmm. kind of took uh. the the croc, crock crockpot approach so to speak so that's the idea of if if even jesus wanted to build up a reputation how much more imperfect uh humans do we need to take time to build up a so good a reputation and so i
0: think the the crockpot is again seasonally relevant just just out of curiosity do you guys have a favorite crockpot recipe in the fall and and we're going to open this up for comments I would love to read back through these everyone watching right now. Hey, just throw that in. You don't, you don't need to put the whole recipe in, but what is your favorite thing to put in the crock pot during the fall, during the fall? What is your favorite thing? I'll go first. I just actually made this for my alpha group. Um, you guys know I'm hosting alpha at my house on Thursday nights. And a couple of weeks ago I did, I did some Italian beef. I, I love mm-hmm. putting Italian beef in the crock pot. I had the good bread. I had the jarred in the there, the jarred in there. And, um, that That's that's perhaps my favorite one. Do you guys have a fr- favorite fall crock pot?
1: Yeah, mine is not conventional. It is a hot apple cider. And so I, I've I make...
0: Partaken, I've partaken <clears throat> of that.
1: I make my own spiced sachet that goes into the hot apple cider. I won't give it all away unless you're curious. And then uh, I'll, I will say uh, quartered oranges, cloves, and vanilla sticks are involved.
0: And... Um, depending on the day there's usually a little bit of a little bit of extra action in there too you can add but only on friday Y day only on friday Y day um tommy you you got anything
2: yeah i guess just to keep it as interesting as dan did i've been doing a lot of i've been doing a lot of bone broth where you like cook down here we go uh, this, bones this guy
0: it's not a competition why you gotta do make everything honestly i uh, i do it i do it just to broth. try to keep me in. it's really good bone for broth.
1: joint moving and
0: it's good for your immune system and health. i mean if i do Dan goes I, with apple uh, cider, I go with italian beef bone <laughs> broth i mean all right so you clearly most interesting man in the world award so no but but now that I'm, you're talking I'm about trying, it, to, build I'm trying to build up a reputation clearly reputation right, what so what talk what do you do with this bone broth no,
2: I do. I do make it for immunity. I just I put a I ladle. Once I make it, I freeze a bunch of it and then. Anyways, what I do drink you put? What a do you, half a cup what of do you it. put it in? Do you, do you
0: drink the bone mm-hmm. broth?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just for it's an immunity thing. So they say it probably doesn't work, but it actually tastes good. I Grace thought that was. Just, I thought Grace that was just
0: yours too. I thought that was just your coffee broth the other day. <laughs> <laughs> it was bone <laughs> breath. What in the world, Dan Ruda? Who is this Unbelievable. guy? Unbelievable. It's the marrow is that, the marrow uh, is, is really ca- good for is you? Is that cartilage and marrow I'm picking up?
1: But but oh. to Tommy's credit, Grace Grace has been doing this a little bit. Um, it's it's a thing, and it.
0: It's I'm, so, good. Good I'm so glad I asked the my, question.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, wow. next week, ask me about my sourdough bread starter that I'm feeding every day at 4 p.m. So. Feed it. Oh my goodness. Which I think this
1: is really picking up what we're talking about to go, to go back to reputation. This is really helpful because what has just happened is a bunch of assumptions have been broken. Mm-hmm. And I think even as Tommy was talking about this whole developing a reputation and the weight and the buildup, I think there's something very, if you're a follower of Jesus and you're watching this, or you're a part of mission church and you're watching this, you're just curious. Um, there are lots of opportunities in today's day and age in the conversations you have to just intentionally break the assumption Mm. Uh, whether it's a conversation where they're like, oh yeah, you're probably in this camp too, right? You'll agree. Maybe just hit pause and be listening to God's spirit and, ah, mm. and leave space. Like just don't yeah. jump on the bandwagon. Or if you're prone to not do that, you might sense the spirit saying, hey, speak up in this area. But mm-hmm. we have an invitation to kind of just like break the assumption and That's the good. status quo. And the invitation first there is to be present with what Jesus might want to do
0: in that moment. That's good. Yeah. Hey, as you As you guys think about, you know, it's on our anniversary today. Uh, things that are happening right now, it could be right now, maybe even over the past six months uh, during everything that we've been go- going through. What are some stories, maybe just share a few, uh, that have to do with reputation that make you just like, you're like, oh, that's it right there. That reputation. That's fantastic. We love being part of a church that has that kind of reputation. Any stories come to mind? I should have prepped you for this, but you'll be fine.
2: No, I think one for me that's really fresh that we celebrated yesterday morning as a staff is Justin and Amber Patton, who have been, they've been hosting a watch party and they've been having people consistently show up and what they did, which is very much a reputation thing, they gave up home court advantage. So they were hosting their watch party Hmm. and there's been some cultural language barriers and it was just kind of revealed that, hey, if it were hosted across the street, it would be accessible now to, to mm-hmm. way more people. A lot of people who have written books call that, you know, you have a person of peace. They're like yeah. the link to that other group of people who don't know Jesus. And so they gave up their home court advantage of mm-hmm. our house and they're like, yeah, we'll go to your house for the sake of more people. And that's something that's gonna clearly um, cause, as Dan said earlier, those neighbors to be like, oh, that's really cool that they gave up their home court advantage of like that and we're mm-hmm. moving the party for the sake other people. So that's a fresh one that that comes
1: to mind. I love that. Dan, you got one? Yeah, a a couple things that have been coming in from watch parties is when you talk about reputation, it doesn't always need to be this. But generally, if you're moving towards people and you're overlapping your life, there might be a little bit of um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for inconvenience. And so a lot of our watch party hosts are going Hey, for the sake of the people that are gathering around my house, I could choose to go back to the building. I could be like, no, let's not do that. Let's keep meeting here. People are buying space heaters and they're they're <laughs> setting up their space to go through fall and carry them into winter. So they're taking awesome. on, for the sake of reputation and consistency, going, hey, uh, I'm going to be inconvenienced. We're just going to get flexible. I'm going to buy, I'm going to invest, and I'm going to actually set up the space so that we can keep gathering as a church. Uh, but a cool story that came in this week, Bob and Linda Barron, uh, yeah. they're part of Legacy. Yeah. They, they I heard their story, how they've been hosting this watch party. And Linda has been inviting a neighbor across the street for years to come to Mission Church. And it's just never quite worked out. Well uh, now Mission Church is gathering in the form of a watch party on their driveway. And so I think this was a couple of weeks ago, their watch party was experiencing church together and uh, it was at the end and they were all just sitting around talking with one another Hmm. and the neighbor across the street is just kind of waving and trying to get uh, Linda's attention. And so she comes over and she's like, Hey, I'm locked out of my house. And somebody at the watch party is like, we can help. And so they went across the street tried to find if there was a way they can get back in the house didn't work out so they called a locksmith for and locksmith came out and they had to wait and spend some time and so the neighbor just hung out with the entire watch party while they were waiting for the locksmith to come and uh, she met everybody learned all of the names asked what are you guys doing here so they've now had an incarnation and a reputation kind of moment and she loved it and so they made Mm. the invite come on back we'll be here same time same place next week come on back and after uh, months or years of invitation that have not been able to come to the building she has now for like three consecutive weeks been experiencing mission church with them at the watch party so very very way to go guys
0: way to go i mean that is so encouraging it's so encouraging and you know it's pretty neat, uh, just so everyone knows, this weekend, um, you know, as we've been doing for what? five weeks now, all three venues are wide open, and you can find and follow Christ and gather differently. You can do that online. A bunch of bunch of people are doing that. You can do it now at the building, five weeks in a row, this will be, I think week six maybe. Um, unique thing there is mission kids and students. middle school is is opening. Uh, this weekend, so make sure listen if you're part of mission. Make sure you've been reading the emails from Jessica; uh, they're really important. We want it to go smoothly this weekend, and and then we're we're uh, experiencing church and watch parties, and it has been so amazing, guys. The reputation that has been you know kind of moving through the way that you guys have been gathering in the midst of everything that's going on, it's fantastic. Um, I was looking for the verse; uh, you guys will know this verse. I actually think Tommy, you. You know, you preached about this verse uh at one point and it talks about to be ready um, to share the the love of God with with anyone and everyone. And it says, you know, set apart Christ as Lord in your heart. And it says, But but be prepared to give a response for the hope that you have. And it's it's one of the classic verses on, you know, evangelism to be prepared, to give a response for the hope that, that you have, the hope that you profess. And I think one of the questions that I have on that is anyone asking. Is anyone asking? Tommy, you did a sermon years ago and you talked about living a questionable life. I think it was in the fall maybe, maybe 2014. I can't remember exactly, somewhere around there. And you uh, phrased that question. I think, I feel like in a, in a really great way that connects with what we're talking about today. You're like, hey, are you living a questionable life? Not questionable like, but like, are people asking questions? Is the way in which you are following Jesus causing curiosity? Mm -hmm. Is it causing curiosity? Are people scratching their heads that live by you that perhaps live in the same dorm or same apartment complex being like, what in the world? That kind of kindness, that kind of humility, that kind of hospitality in a moment in our culture, certainly in this country, this cancel culture where everyone's against everybody Like if you are for people, if you actually follow Jesus right now, I promise you, you will be walking in humility. You'll be walking in compassion. You'll be walking for things that deeply matter to the heart of God. The result will be curiosity. The result will be a reputation will be formed. And what's going to happen from that is uh, people are going to start asking questions. We'll get to that next week on conversation. But I feel like it's so important as we conclude today's episode on our anniversary to pose that question to you that Tommy posed to us years ago. Are you living a questionable life? And to help you with that, we're actually teaching this weekend. Uh, You guys have read my manuscript. You actually always do every week and give me feedback on it. But we're talking about humility. And uh, man, one of the things that certainly we can take to heart to live questionable lives is to live lives that are marked by humility so i am excited to see god show up and use that that teaching this weekend hey anything as we close up as we celebrate our anniversary today what do you guys got yeah, i think
2: yeah to give people like really really practical tips between you know now and sunday to take with with you when it comes to living a curious life some that hugh gives in the book and a freebie i'll leave you with but be be available like no mm-hmm. one's available if you can just like be available for the people in and around your life uh, don't use, he talks about, don't use insider language. So don't Mm -hmm. speak Christianese to people. Um, a freebie I'll give you is if there's a post on social media that is charged, just stay out of the comment section. It's been like really sad to see Christians destroy their reputation and harm the collective reputation by what's going on in the comments. So a comment section you, I want you to hang out in is this one in church online. Um, but just like stay out of the comment section and people might actually be like, wow, I, I noticed, uh, the people of mission, like they just loved people in this time. They didn't feed the fire of what's going on mm. right now. So
0: it's a little freebie Dude, you. I mean, I think you should charge for that. It was so good, but thanks for <laughs> making it free while supplies last. It was good. Hey, Dan, would you close <laughs> us in, would you close us with a little prayer? Yeah. We're kind of hitting our time limit here. Yeah. It will close us I in will. a prayer. And, um, and uh, right now dropping into um, the comment section is a link that you guys can share this easy to share it on Facebook, but certainly you can share the YouTube link uh, with a friend today, Dan,
1: close us up. Yeah, I will. As we were gathering as a staff uh, early this week, we do something every Thursday it's called our power. And I was asking God to give me just a word or two. Uh, and I thought maybe it was for our staff, but I don't think it was, I think it was for this opportunity. And so let me pray for the two things awesome. that I believe God dropped. Um, and they are uh, that he is pleased. That is the first word, pleased. And the second is remember your first love. Mm. So let me pray for us for those two things. So God, uh, thank you for today. Uh, Thank you for this conversation. Thank you for seasonal changes and that it is October and that it feels like uh, new and different. And so um, God, I I just bring that prayer back to you, those words that you made clear. Um, And for whoever needs to hear it, that you are pleased, um, that you are pleased for the people watching this that have been just like slugging it out and trying to discern and follow you and are looking for encouragement, God, would they hear um, as sons and daughters of yours that you are pleased with them? Uh, Not because of their effort or their activity or their ability to swing harder or faster, uh, but because they have in a place of humility come to you and asked for you to be their Lord and Savior. And you just take so much delight and then you give good gifts to your kids. And so would they hear today that you are pleased with them? And God, I pray for all of us as a church and those watching and all of our watch party hosts and everybody that we would be reminded to remember our first love. That in a season that is turbulent and um, as people are gonna be posting things or as Tommy said, not. And as we're gonna be hearing more um, political things that just happen, God, may we remember our first love. May everything else just drift to the edges, put them in a proper perspective and remind us of you, Jesus, as our first love, and help us trust you with that. So we love you, it's in Jesus, and we pray, amen.
0: Amen, happy anniversary, everybody. We will see you this weekend online at the building or in a watch party. We are mission, happy night, peace. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. For more content or to access the show notes, visit johnpeacock.com. Until next time, keep your eyes open, hold tight to your convictions give it all you've got be resolute and love without stopping